Good morning. Good morning. Fifth grade. Whew. That went by quickly. <laughs> um, thank you for coming this morning. Uh, I have some things I'd like to share with you, and I will tell you that the best has been saved for the last. So Dr. Michael Kaplan will be sharing some thoughts about pre-adolescence and adolescence and, and things to be considering. Um, and last night I was reviewing my PowerPoint, updating the pictures. I went back to former PowerPoints, which date back to 2013. So it's been a little while, but I've been deliver delivering this important message. Um, and I was a little bit worried this morning. I was thinking, wow, am I going to just be on auto cruise and like sail right through it? So please do ask questions if you have them. Um, there are a couple of things that make fifth grade unique, including the trip to Skunkamog River. Um, so here's our agenda. We're going to talk about the ERBs, math placement for sixth grade, and then, as I said, um, Dr. Kaplan's going to share some thoughts with us and hopefully be able to answer some questions for you. So what are the ERBs? Actually, it's a misnomer. It's the Educa Educational Research Bureau that publishes the tests, and it's actually called the CTP-4, so the Comprehensive Testing Program 4. Um, level 4 is given to children at the end of fourth grade and the beginning of fifth grade. We opt as a school to do them in the beginning of fifth grade in the fall, as you know. A few years ago, actually more than a few years ago because it predates me, there was um, some research done, an inside team as well as a consultant that worked to look at the standardized testing that we were doing to see if we had the right test. And in fact, we opted for the ERB because it's a rigorous achievement test. It aligns most closely with our curriculum as well as with the SSAT, which is the uh, standardized test that children might take if they're going on to a private secondary school or an independent secondary school. So we thought ERBs makes the most sense for us. It is norm referenced. So it's the first time that you're actually going to see data comparing your child quite explicitly to their peer group in independent schools, their peer group in, according to subur suburban norms, as well as to all of the children who take the ERBs. And I know that it's also a test that runs internationally. International schools use it as kind of a, as a, as a tool to measure children's progress or re reception or response to the curriculum, if you will. At foot, we, gave it, we give it grades five to eight. We start intentionally in fifth grade with the purpose of providing practice. We're not using it to make judgments about math placement. We're not using it to make judgments about uh, reporting that we provide for you folks. It's really used as a tool for us to understand how we're doing as a school and maybe as a kind of a, a third point of reference if we're seeing something with a child that we're not like, oh, is there something we're missing here? Um, but in terms of making programmatic decisions, we don't use the ERBs. So fifth grade is really about providing practice. Uh, these are the seven categories. It's fill in the bubble, timed. Um, there are different amounts of time for each section of the test. If you can think about your own maybe SAT or ITBS experience, uh, very similar. What I've noticed, it's funny because the, um, some folks were already scheduling their meetings to get the results, and I was getting a little nervous because the results weren't, hadn't been released yet. Well, I'm happy to announce that they were released on Friday, so you can go ahead and reach out to Erica to schedule a time if you'd like to sit down and have a conversation about the results. Um, 
but typically what I'll do is I'll look at our results as a, as a division, as a fifth grade, and compare it to previous years, compare it to the other norms, and I'll say, okay, are there, are there any things I can glean from this? We typically do quite well. We tend to do better with vocabulary and um, verbal reasoning. And historically, we were a little bit weaker in the area of writing mechanics, and that actually informed some changes that we made to our writing program. And so we do use the results to fold it back into our curricular review process in our, in our programming. So why do we do the ERBs? Well, as I said before, it most closely aligns to our curriculum and to other experiences that the children will have. Um, the fifth grade teachers will be the first ones to tell you that it's a necessary evil. Like, if they didn't have to do it, they wouldn't do it, but yes, they understand that children are going to need to have experiences with standardized tests, so let's prepare them for that. Um, it's a point of reference for the school to see how do we compare to our peer sister schools, peer schools. Um, it's information for programming, as I mentioned, and as I said, sometimes we'll look, if, we're, if we have some questions about a child's learning profile, we might actually reference the ERB, but again, we're not using it to make decisions. In fact, we do not release our ERB scores, individual children's scores, without your permission. Um, so if we get a, a request, let's say you're, you're moving and a school requests the testing, we'll say to you, is it all right if we release the scores um, on your behalf for that process? Couple of things to consider. Um, as I said before, it's the first time you're going to be seeing kind of hardcore data. And so that's part of the reasons for sitting down and having a conversation so we can think through together what we're seeing there. Um, it's the first time the children are having that experience, right, where they take several days and focus on filling in bubbles. Proudly, foot school is not driven by that kind of testing, and that's not how we shape our experiences for the children. We want them to have hands-on experiential experiences, and so there's a little bit of a disconnect, if you will, and so you need to kind of take that into consideration as you look at results and um, just keep that in mind. Snapshot versus photo album, um, it's one moment in time where they're sitting down and having this experience, a novel experience. And what I like to think of, if you really want to get a deeper understanding of your, your child's performance and how they're thriving academically, you want to look at the whole picture. You want to look at their reports, you want to talk to the classroom teacher, you want to look at their, your experiences on a daily basis. And yes, you might reference the ERBs, but it's not going to tell you everything. All of that other holistic information is going to be a much better gauge of how your child is responding to, the, to their schooling experience. Personally, I will share with you that I have two children one who really performed well on standardized tests and one who did not. Um, and they're both adults, they're both employed, they're not living at home, they, they seem to be thriving in the world. So, um, And getting the results, I already mentioned, because we want to support you in understanding what you're seeing, we ask that you schedule an appointment through Erica. Now, if, you, if this is your fourth child and you've had this conversation three other times, then we might give you a waiver. Um, if you want to come in and just debrief and talk about your experience in lower school and how things are going, I'm happy to have that conversation. Many times families will ask, what do I do um, in terms of sharing the results with my children? You know your children best. What I did was I got the results, I said, hmm, how interesting, and I put them in a drawer because I didn't want my children to be kind of locked into, oh, this is who I am, this is defining me in any way. But again, you'll, you'll know how your child's going to respond to that. If it's on their mind and they're anxious to see the results, it might be a different conversation. Um, 
And again, I'm happy to talk to you one-on-one -on -one about your child and what we think would be in their best interest. So the other, I'm moving right along. Any questions about the, the standardized testing? You will receive a report with numbers, and I'll break it down for you. And you will also receive this nice folder which will explain the results. So let's say your partner or spouse can't come in. You'll have something to take away so that you can read through it and kind of break it down for, for your other so you're not feeling like, oh, wait, I understood in the meeting, and now I need a little support in getting the message. Um, so let's talk a little bit about math placement. Um, so as a children, as they depart fifth grade, in the lower school, we've been committed to heterogeneous grouping. We believe that through differentiation and the experiences, hands-on experiences that the children have, um, that's going to best support their, their learning and response to the math program. When they move to the middle school, now we move into um, placing children according to how they've actually, how they are responding to it. So we want them to be in a group where they're working at the same kind of pace, with the same level of independence, um, where they're feeling successful. And so next year, your children will be put probably into one of four sections. Now, we don't know what those four sections are quite yet, because we're still gathering data about how your children are responding. Every year, we look at what, what, where, are they, where are they kind of falling out? How are they responding to the material? Will we have two, two groups that work at a really fast clip, and one group that's kind of at a slower grip pace, and one group that's somewhere in the middle? Or are we going to have two groups that are in the middle and one that's a little bit slower? So it really is contingent on the demographics of the fifth grade and what we're looking at. Um, we wait until the very end of the spring to make that decision. Now, along the way, there will be conversations. Today, the reports will be released. And I say released because they're not being mailed to you for the first time. You're going to receive a link that you connect to, and then you will get an electronic version, a PDF version of your report. Um, so that's a change. Look for an email giving you some instructions on how to access that. Um, so how do we make the decision about where your child is going to be placed? Well, we're going to be looking at their performance over time. We're going to be looking at response to homework, to challenge, level of independence, rate of acquisition, their demeanor. Does it, you know, is it something that they really enjoy and thrive and are eager to engage in and they're seeking more challenge? Or is it something they're a little bit more tentative? about. Again, we're looking for just the right placement to ensure that your child thrives. Um, the criteria I think I kind of talked about like holistically. Again, we don't use the ERBs to make this determination. We look at their experience and the feedback from the classroom teachers. It's an iterative conversation. So classroom teachers, myself, Heather Zetterberg, middle school teachers, um, and the math chair in the middle school. And it kind of goes back and forth as we, as we plan through the spring. In your May conference, your teacher will give you some indication as to what they're thinking. Mm, I think they're really going to thrive in this environment. Keeping in mind that it's not set in stone because we still have some time left in the curriculum and some things get adjusted, um, you will get final notification in a June letter right after school lets out. And one of the reasons for sending the letter to you after school is out is to kind of diminish the, oh, where are you placed? Because it isn't. It isn't about being with your friends. It's about being in the place that's going to best serve you. So as you can support your children in understanding that, um, that's really important and, and sets them up for greater success. 